Amen. Whilst we're standing, we're going to take our text, our opening text for the word this morning from the book of Genesis chapter 26. We're going to have a reading together from verse 15 all the way to verse 21. We're going to be reading from the New King James Version, which is our preferred choice. And we're going to read from verse 15 all the way to verse 21. It's up on the screen. Can we all read together as one big family? As you read, I want you to pay attention to the words just before we explain them. Genesis chapter 26 from verse 15 to 21. Shall we read? Now the Philistines had stopped up all the wells which his father's servants had dug in the days of Abraham his father, and they had filled them with earth. Verse 16, And Abimelech said unto Isaac, Go away from us, for you are mightier than we. Verse 17, Then Isaac departed from there and pitched his tent in the valley of Gerah, and dwelt there. Verse 18, And Isaac dug again the wells of water, which they had dug in the days of Abraham his father, for the Philistines had stopped them up after the death of Abraham. He called them by the names which the father had called them. Next verse. Also, Isaac's servant dug in the valley, and found a well of running water there. Verse 20. But the herdsmen of Gerah quarreled with Isaac's servant, saying, The water is ours. So he called the name of the place Isaac, because they quarreled with him. Verse 21. Then they dug another well, and they quarreled over that one also. So he called its name Sitna. So Isaac was digging the wells for survival. He was digging the wells of his finances. He was digging the wells of his health. He was digging the wells of relationship, of his marriage. Or whatever wells seem to have been drying up in your life and in my life. And for all the digging, for all the trouble, the Bible says the more he dug, the more he found contention. He dug well, not, not that he didn't succeed in his digging sometimes. He dug and was successful, but they will come and they will take it away from him. I don't know how many things you've been so close to achieving. I don't know how many things you've achieved, you and I, and they've been taken away from us. But the Bible says in the next verse, verse 22, which I'm going to read from the New Living Translation, there are things we may do in a season that we may struggle. Not because I'm not doing it well. Not because I'm not doing it right. I have all it takes to do it well. But there are times and seasons. The Bible says there are times and seasons. Life is in times and seasons. But there's a season where God will come by himself and reveal his word. In Grace Assembly, the Lord revealed his word through the set man saying, this is a season of answered prayers. I may have dug wells that never succeeded. But the Bible says in verse 22, for all that Isaac did, for all you and I have done that seem not to be productive, not because we are not good enough. Don't judge yourself. I'm not judging myself either. But in the season, we need to dig again because the Lord is opening heavens for answered prayers. And the Bible says, 
And Isaac left that well, verse 22, he said, abandoning that one that had contention, Isaac moved on and dug another well. And the Bible says, this time, turn to somebody and say, this time. It wasn't the time before now that heaven had released prayers, answers for prayers. But in this season where answers is being released in heaven, this time you will dig again. This time I will dig again. This time we will see the results because that is a season we are ripping in. The Bible says this time there was no dispute over it. You will experience a, a, a no dispute period in the name of Jesus. So Bible says, so Isaac named the place Rehoboth. Why? Because it means open space. For he said, for at last I've been struggling. For at last I've been praying. For at last I've been fasting. There had not been answers. But this season where God is opening heavens, I'm going to have a space for myself because there will be open heavens for me. And the Bible says, says he has created enough room for me to prosper. Turn to someone else and say, this time turn to someone else and say this time. By God's grace this morning, I'm bringing you the word that says Rehoboth more than just a well. Praise the name of the Lord. We pray in Jesus' name. I need thee, oh, I need thee. Every hour I need Oh, bless us, Lord. I come unto thee. More than anything this morning, we need your word, oh Lord. Thank you because you always hear us. Today will not be an exception. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. I think one of the best moments I've enjoyed in Grace Assembly was the season where the senior pastor was talking about a season of inspired worship. You don't know how much it has done to me personally, my spiritual life. Until then, I understood for a long time I've boxed God into a traditional God. I want to talk, so it must be by talking. And afterwards, I discovered that speaking itself can be in a song. So sometimes I want to pray. The only thing that comes is a song. And for every time it comes, I decide not to withhold it. It may even be in the place of office. Now they know me, I sing. I can look at you and start singing. I'm, I'm stuck in something. Amen. That is how powerful when God releases a time and season, he works in times and season. And I've learned to understand that when God wants to speak, I don't need to speak to him. I can speak to him in songs. Is that somebody's testimony? I say, is that somebody's testimony? Amen. For a while, the song that the, 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 the choristers took this morning, I've been yearning to hear it in Grace Assembly. It's a wonderful song. And I've been saying to myself, I wish they sing it in church because I know when gross chorale takes up a song, they do it better than the owner. Amen. But thank God they are not going to be charged for piracy. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah, the Holy One. Yeah, the Higher One. Yahweh. The King of Glory. Yes, let's take it just one more time. Sing it now, yeah. The hallowed one, 
chapter 26 the bible says and a man called isaac decided to look for solutions for his life and so he departed from where he was and he said to himself like just like every other person let me find a solution for what i need to do and i want to thank the lord because last week when pastor yomi started the word chosen upgrading your call and pastor steve on wednesday also came and lay more foundation on the word upgrade it tailored us back to understand that yes the lord god is opening heavens but if we can take up some responsibility then we may just as well command heaven to do what heaven needs to do i want to thank you sir for your word on sunday and pastor steve Your god bless you we we're so very much blessed for as many that were here and listened to those words and so the Bible says, and Jacob decided to dig again some wells. So he was successful to some point. He was doing well in some areas of his life. If you look at some areas of your life, maybe financially, some people don't have issues financially. As we speak in this house or in this country, you don't know. That some people don't have financial burden or issues. They are doing and rolling well. Some people don't even have health issues. So there's nothing to think about when you talk about your health. Some people don't have relationship issues. So everybody have different issues as we are seated here. Jacob had a fair share of his own. And what did he do? The Bible says, and he decided to go and dig the wells again. Now, first and foremost, you need to understand what it means and what it takes to dig a well back in those days. The reason why wells are dug, as we all know, is a source to find what? To find what? And what can water do? Almost everything. Water can be used to quench your thirst, can be used to do everything. So back in those days, what usually happens is if a man leaves a particular area, then he sojourns to another land. Maybe he's the first person to get there and then he pitched his tent there. He goes with himself, his family, his cattle, everything. Now, when you hear the word wells, this is not just the well you have in your corner houses these days where we can drill a well, you know where to dig. Back then, it was a desert area, dry, everything so dry. You cannot predict, you couldn't have predicted where you will find water. It was almost impossible. So a man will take all his family, his cattle, everything. It was a risky journey. So you go and perch, let's say you come to um, Ikeja, you just perch in Ikeja. You don't know whether there is water there or not. And then they will start to dig. Now, paint this picture. They did not have a drilling machine. Paint the picture. They did not have shovels. They did not have what else? Diggers. Let's, even, let's talk about the crow ones. They didn't even have those little things to dig with. And digging was a big deal for them. So when we talk about digging wells, we're not talking about a month 
a month digging. We're not talking about six months. We're talking about almost a year. And when they have to dig a well, a well has to be as deep as a thousand feet before they can find water. So you paint that picture, what it takes to get to a place with your family, you don't even know. It's like going into a business, you don't even know whether it will work or not, and you put all your funds. How risky is that? Very risky. So that was what Jacob was doing. So he went, and so if you have to dig a well, you have to dig, and then if you dig to the end, you don't find water, what do you do? You can't stay there. You have to now leave that area and sojourn to yet another place and do what? Dig another well. You couldn't have survived without water. They were very far away from streams, from rivers and all the rest. So they were desert areas. The least or the best they could do is to what? To dig a well. So they would dig and dig and dig and if they find water, fine. If they can't find water, no problem. Psalms 30. Psalm 63 verse 1 gives us a better clue or illustration of how the terrain was. David says, Oh God, you are my God. Early will I seek you, for my soul does what? Thirst for you. How? My flesh longs for you in the what? Dry and what? Thirsty land. So that is a clue of what or how the land looks like. It was very dry and very thirsty looking. So you come to church sometimes, you know you have dug some wells. And you know you have dug some wells, but we are yet to get results. Now, it was one thing to dig a well. We understand that the wells were also very deep and very unreachable. And it's also very difficult. Not all wells you dig, you find water that you drink. There are some wells that they find what they have is still water. They can't do without. So they have to dig deeper and dig deeper and dig deeper. Genesis chapter 21 verse 30. The Bible gives us a clue about this father Abraham. Abraham had also dug wells. The wells that Jacob had did not belong to him. It belonged to his father Abraham. The Bible says, and so Abraham dug some wells. Even while digging wells, he had contention. One of the people he had contention was Abimelech. So he had to go to him and they made an agreement. Don't touch my well. I will not touch your well. And so that's how Abraham was able to establish wells. So a well back then was a gold mine. Do you know what it takes to find a well of crude oil in the world now? You know all the scientific whatever you need to do. So that was how it takes or what it takes to find a well. So every man that owned a well was a wealthy man, very rich man. So Abraham on his own has a, had a lot of such wells. So when you count Abraham's riches, wells were one of the number one of what he had. The cattle were there, the ships were there, the servants were there. But the Bible says for anywhere Abraham perched, he did not need to look for a water running well. For everything he dug, the water must come. To some people, they were playing game of chances. So you can dig close to Abraham's well, but you will not find water. That was because you that was because God was what? With him. So you could dig close to Abraham. You could dig a meter close to Abraham, but you still not find water. But Abraham had so many wells which defined his wealth and his success and the blessings that the Lord had blessed him with. So he walked with God, the Bible says, and the Lord blessed him. So if he goes to a place, he digs a well. He goes to another place, anywhere Abraham went, there was no dryness in whatever he found. 
And so the Bible says in Genesis 25 verse 5, at the death of Abraham, the Bible says, and Abraham transferred all he had and gave it to his son Isaac, including what? Wells. So so Isaac had all these wells that he had acquired from his father and he was running life and living life very well because a well in today, may, the, the source of water in today's well may define our finance, the state of our finance, define the state of our marriages, define everything that you have. So we are here this morning because we want to hear from God to know how next to walk before him. And so we have I've come to a place where in some areas of our lives, the wells are getting dry. Do I have a witness in the house? The Bible says, for the enemy cometh to steal, to kill, and to what? And to destroy. Genesis 26, the verse 15 that we read. So the Bible says, and for all that Isaac had, he then began to see contention. The Bible says that the Philistines came and they stopped up the wells. They covered up the wells with water. If that happens, what will happen to Jacob, to Isaac? He will not have a source of water, right? And if he doesn't have, is there need to stay there? No need. So Jacob, so Isaac will leave the place, go to another place because he was in search of what? Of water. So the enemy knows this trick. He knows all he needs to do is to stock up our wells with dirt. The more he stocks it up, the, the fact is not the very fact that we don't have water. The reality is not that we don't have the skill to be successful. But let's be real, the enemy is at work. The Bible says his aim is to kill, to what? To steal and to what? To destroy. In some marriages, we're facing a whole lot. There are no running waters. In fact, the waters are so lean and that is why some people are digging the wells of their relationship again. In some areas in finance, some careers and businesses are going down and going dry. And that is why we are trying to dig the wells again. But the more we dig sometimes, the more painful the result is. Sometimes you may have been successful in digging the well and finding the source of whatever you desired. But just at the very end, the enemy can snatch it away. But this morning, we are going to dig wells again. I said, this morning, we're going to dig wells again. And so for every unproductive well, one of the things that happens is that it turns to a place, a cave, or a prison. Remember the story of Joseph and Jeremiah. The Bible says, and Joseph's brother threw him inside a what? A well. What do you think happened to the well? The well was empty, was dry. Nothing was in it. The same thing happened to Jeremiah. And so the wells of our life sometimes may be choked up and so filled with death, it becomes so unproductive. What happens is I become a slave to the very thing I am yearning for. I complain for the very thing I yearn for. Because the enemy have stocked it with so much death, I become a slave. That is why sometimes I become... I, I think too much. Sometimes I become, I have suicidal thoughts. So all these things, depression setting on, all these things setting because we have dry wells within our lives. And so the Bible says, and Isaac began to do what? To dig and to dig for all the wells he dug. What happens? They were, he had contention and he had little success. But something happened, which we're going to look at. 
In our lives, we can find a solution if we can dig the very right well. If we can dig the very right well. So not all places need to be dug. If we can have the presence that Abraham had, most likely anything we dig will result to water. That shall be someone's portion in Jesus' name. But this morning it's time to try again. I say it's time to try again. Luke chapter 5 verse 4 and 6. In Luke chapter 5 verse 4 and 6, the Bible tells us a story which relates so much to our lives. I'm going to give you four examples of how we can dig again by the reason of God's word. And then we're going to go back to the story of Isaac and see where Isaac missed it, which probably is where you and I does miss it. So the Bible says, and it came to pass that the disciples of Jesus went a fishing. And for everything they did, were they successful? No, they weren't successful. And so Peter fished. He cast down his net. He was an experienced fisher, just like you and I. In our businesses, we're experienced. In our relationship, we're experienced. But for some reason, we're not getting the results. And the Bible says, the more he tried, the more he failed. The more he tried, the more he what? He failed. But at some point in his life, the Bible says, and when Jesus appeared to him, Jesus then says, when he had stopped speaking to the people, the Bible says, he said to Simon, he says, launch out into the world, into the deep, and let down your what? Your catch. Now, the question is, was he not letting down his catch in the first place? But was he finding results? Results was not there. But there came a word from God, just like in Grace Assembly, the Lord came. The word of the Lord came to us in the very first Sunday, saying that the heavens have been released for us. Sometimes it's not about how skilled we can be. Sometimes it's not about how knowledgeable we can be. It may just be going back to the wells that we had left behind. The Bible says, and Isaac tried all he could, but he found no success in everything he did. But the scripture says, when he went back to the very wells of his father, he dug those wells and there was nothing like I dig and there was no water. As he went back to the old wells, he found water in it. Sometimes it's not that we don't know what to do, but we sometimes have to just go back to what God has is saying concerning the situations of our life. And this season, the Lord is opening heavens in Jesus' name. In verse 5, the Bible says, verse 5, the scripture says in verse 5, multimedia verse 5, it says, But Simon answered, Master, I have toiled all night and have caught nothing, but nevertheless at thy Word, I will do what? I will let down my net. Next verse. The Bible says, and the result came. And when they had done this, they caught what? A great number of what? Of fish. And their net was what? Was breaking. Someone is going to cast that net at his word. I'm going to dig again because the Lord tells me to dig. And there will be a great catch in the name of Jesus. In 1 Samuel chapter 1 and verse 17, the scripture also tells us a story about a woman called Hannah. And as I was reading this story and I said to myself, there's really no need to, for us to read the story of Hannah because we have a living witness in Grace Assembly. The story you know about Hannah, Anna went to pray in the house of the Lord and the prophet met her and said, why are you here? She said she was praying. And the word of the Lord came to Anna at that very moment. 
the word of the Lord came to Anna at that very moment. The same way the word of the Lord came to Simon at the same point. And we had the testimony on the very first Sunday as a, as a sister was working in the house of the Lord and the senior pastor walked up to her and gave her a word. The senior pastor gave her a word. Eli gave her a reward. The same thing we are having here. The word of the Lord is still very potent to do the same thing he did back in those days. And the Bible says, and the word of the Lord came to Anna and says, you have tried all before now, but you have come into the season where you don't have to dig so far. You have to come to the season where you dig into the word. When he dug into the word and the word came to Anna, the Bible says the same a year afterwards, what happened? She gave birth to a child. As we dig close to God's word, we will give birth to everything that the enemy had taken away in Jesus' name. So sometimes it's not about doing so much of digging. As Isaac went back to Abraham's well, he dug again the wells of his father. We're going to go and pay more attention to that. So he dug the wells of his father and only then did he find results. I'll take two more examples before we go back to the source of our well. In John chapter 5 verse 7 to 8, the Bible talks about a man who was sick and ill for 38 years. And the scripture says he has sat at the well at the pool waiting for someone to do what? To push him in. For 38 years, he has been trying the same thing. For 38 years, he has been digging the same well and finding no result. So for all he did, he did not find result until Jesus came to the rescue. In verse 7, the Bible says, verse 7, the Bible says, For the sick man answered Jesus, I have no one to put me into the pool when the water is stirred up. But while I am coming, another person will take my space. Have you been in that situation? The more you try, somebody does what? Someone else take our space. The more we are digging in prayer, someone else's prayer is being answered. But the Bible says in the next verse, the scripture says, Jesus said unto him, rise up and what? Take your bed. We are waiting and we are in the season of hearing God's word concerning our situation. And until Jesus came to him, his situation remained the same. He was digging the same well, but having no result. Next example, 1 Kings chapter 17, verse 14 to 16. 1 Kings chapter 17, verse 14. This is what the scripture says. Now, this was a time where the children of Israel were facing a famine. And for this woman, she had nothing she had spent but all. So nothing was working. For all she had to provide for her family, nothing was working. Until the prophet came. And if you see these three examples, the four examples I've just laid, I'm just laying those examples for us to see that for all they did, they hinged on the word of God. And I'm going somewhere. And so the Bible says, for thus says the Lord, speaking the prophet speaking, he said, the bean of flour shall not be used up, nor shall the jar of oil run dry, until what? Until the day the Lord, what? Sends rain on the earth. Verse 16, give us verse 16. And the word of the Lord came exactly as was 
predicted. In verse 16, the Bible says, And truly the bin of oil was not used up, nor the jar of oil run dry, according to the words of Elijah. According to God's word, we will dig again in the mighty name of Jesus. Now, having established these four examples, the story of the lame man, the story of the woman, the story of the sick man that Jesus healed, and the story of Anna, for all these examples, one thing was common. They had to go back to what Jesus said at some point. Going back to Genesis chapter 26 verse 18, let's look at it one more time. The Bible says, for all that Isaac struggled, I have struggled in some areas of my life. You have struggled in some areas of your life. The area of our life can be close to one of these four examples. In the case of provision, in the case of looking for something that you've been waiting for, whatever it is. We have gone and left and we have tried as much as possible to find solution by digging so much into where we think the results will come from. Financially, we have lost some money. Financially and career-wise, we have had some challenges. And we are doing all we can, digging our own wells to bring solution to what we have. The same thing that Isaac was doing. He went about digging wells, trying to get solution to what God wanted him to achieve. But the mistake sometimes is the more we press, the more we have the negative result. But there's something that Isaac did that you and I need to look at this morning. The Bible says for all the wells he dug, there was something not working in those wells. But in verse 26, the Bible says, And Isaac returned again to the wells of who? Of his father Abraham. Sometimes the way forward may not be forward. The way forward may just be going backward a step further to where you first started from. The way forward may not be going forward and doing something greater than what you already exist or already doing. The way forward sometimes may be going back to the spoken word of God. What did God say concerning that situation? Sometimes we struggle so hard to dig those wells. But like Isaac, maybe Maybe we have to go back to what God did the very first time. Maybe we have to go back to the wells of Abraham. The very wells of Abraham that was very fruitful and nothing barren came out of it. And the Bible says when he returned back to the wells of his father. The Bible says the Philistine had stopped them earlier on. But the Bible says he went and dug those wells and he received results like never before. Only until he had tasted of the waters of his father did he move to every other waters and found results. Sometimes I may pray so hard, but I may have to go back to what God did earlier on or to what God spoke concerning my word. We are not so much as much as we think equipped with the word of the Lord as we go on. Maybe God wants us to move a little bit to the right. Maybe he wants me to move a little bit to the left. Maybe God wants us to, deep, to go a little deeper in the catch. But one thing is sure, someone will go back to God's word. Someone will go back to Abraham's well and will dig out the result in Jesus' name. Now, I'll establish one more thing just before we wrap up. Now, let's take a very good look. Abraham, Isaac dug the wells of who? Abraham. Isaac dug the wells of who? Who gave him those wells? Abraham. Now, the same wells, the scripture says, and Isaac transferred to his son, Jacob. Now, I'm going to show you John chapter 4, verse 6. 
In John chapter 4 verse 6. So there was Abraham's well. There was Isaac's well. And there was Jacob's well. The same source that gave the same result. Now this was Jesus sitting with a woman at the well. Listen carefully. The Bible says now Jacob's well was there. So the woman was sitting close to Jacob's well. Now the question is who transferred that well to Jacob? His father Isaac. Is that correct? Now the, 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 the wells that Isaac transferred to Jacob, who transferred those wells to him? Abraham. So for every well that Abraham dug, the scripture says, all true scriptures, those wells never dried up. So I've been digging wells, but I've refused to go back to the source of the water of the well. So Abraham dug the well, gave it to his son Isaac. His son Isaac dug the well and gave it to his, to his son what? Jacob. Now Jacob was successful because he drank from the wells of Isaac. Isaac was successful because he drank from the wells of what? Jacob. So Abraham, Isaac and who? Jacob. So in that lineage, the Bible says we are in that same lineage. So if we are looking by lineage, we're going to say Abraham, Isaac and what? Jacob. If you are in that lineage, you have Abraham, Isaac, let me hear you, Jacob and who will be the fourth person? You and I. So let's take that again. The very first well was dug by who? Abraham had success. Isaac left the well looking for another well. He struggled all he could until he came back to the well of Abraham. Only then did he experience success. Jacob never left the wells of his father and so that is why he succeeded in all. We are in the same lineage but we are struggling. There's something wrong. Maybe we are making the same mistake that Isaac made. We are looking and digging wells in the wrong places instead of digging wells in the source that provided wells for Abraham. Now watch this. Abraham dug the well. He was successful. Isaac dug, left the well but came back and I, Jacob took over. If I can dig the same well that I, Abraham dug, maybe there is a well and a source of that well. What if I can find the source of that well? That may define a change in whatever I'm doing. Abraham dug the well. Isaac also received and Jacob dug the well. So let's take it. Abraham Isaac and Jacob then after that who? You and you. Now before Abraham who gave him the well? He must have dug the well from a source that was not mentioned. The question is where else where did he now find a source? If everything Abraham touched was successful he must have dug it or have his source from somewhere that the water never run dry and kept flowing and giving him results. So I am struggling not because there is no result but because I'm not directly to Abraham's source of water. So the woman met Jesus at the well. And the Bible says, and Jesus went into a conversation with her. And Jesus said, give me water that I may drink. Where, whose well were they talking about? Mm -mm. Whose well at that point? Jacob's well. Which is the same thing as what? Isaac's well. Which is the same thing as what? Abraham's well. So Jesus said, give me water that I may drink. You are thirsty for something that I know of. You look okay, but somewhere in your life you need a thirst to be satisfied. And the woman said, I have no need of anything. Jesus said, no, you have a need that I can satisfy. And he says, if you will give me this water to drink, if you give me this water to drink, I will give you a water that is flowing and will never run dry. 
Now look at what the woman said to her. The woman said to Jesus, you don't know whose well we are drinking of. This well belongs to Isaac. Isaac is older than you. Isaac is far older than you. Where would you find water that you will give me? And the woman said to Jesus, you don't even have anything to draw from because this well is very deep. Sometimes you tell God, my situation is too deep, you cannot reach to it. But I need to find a source which I will never run dry. If you leave me alone, I will not be able to draw from Jacob's well. But the scripture says in verse 10, verse 10 and 12, in verse 10, give me verse 10. The Bible says, and Jesus said to her, if you will give me of this water, I will give you a water that never runs dry. Let's go and read verse 12. The scripture then says in verse 12, the woman asked Jesus, listen, he said, are you greater than who? Jacob. Who gave us this well and drank from the well also? In other words, the woman was saying, you are not greater than Jacob. Jacob is the source of the well. Isaac gave it to him because Abraham gave it to him as well. But look at this. In John chapter 8 verse 58, the same question that the woman asked Jesus was asked Jesus when he had some contention with the Pharisees. Now listen carefully. The Bible says, and they said to Jesus, who are you to equate yourself to God? When Jesus said, I am the bread of life. And they said, who are you? Listen. The Bible says, and Jesus said to them, I assuredly, and they said to Jesus, are you greater than our father Abraham? So, but we know by that, by that lineage that we have Abraham and we have Isaac and we have what? Jacob. And afterwards, we even have Jesus by physical sight and you and I. But they asked Jesus, are you greater than our father? In fact, the scripture before then says you are less than 50 years and you are equating yourself to our father Abraham. The same question the woman was asking Jesus, are you older than my father Jacob? If Jesus can be older than Jacob, who then, if Jesus can be older than Abraham, who then is what? Jacob. Listen, the Bible says and Jesus answered, he says most assuredly, you have been trying to drink from the water of Isaac. You have been trying to drink from the water of Jacob. You have been trying to drink from the water of Abraham. But you have lost it where the source of all those water came from. Jesus then said to them, listen, he says, I am not only older than Abraham. Before now, when I read this scripture, I thought he was saying he came before Abraham. No, that's not what Jesus meant. He says, most assuredly, before Abraham, I was, I was. Meaning, I, I, I am older than Abraham. Now, but the next line is a very powerful word. The scripture says, what did he say? What? The capital water. I... Do you know the meaning of that? Let me show you the meaning. Exodus chapter 3 verse 14 gives us the meaning of the word I am. When Moses appeared to Jesus, to, to the Lord, and the Lord said to him, you shall deliver the people from the slavery. And Moses asked the Lord, if I go back to the people, who will I say sent me? And the Lord God said to Abraham, there is a name that the children of Israel knows me. They know the name. When you mention it, they know it means I am the one, the beginning and the end. And the Bible says and Jesus and the Lord said to Moses when you get to them, don't tell them the Lord have sent you. Just say to them, the I am I am have sent me. And, give, and the Bible says, the scripture says in the New King James Version 
He said, and the Lord said to Moses, I am who I am. And he said to them, when you go to the children of Israel, don't say anything. Just tell them, the I am have sent me. The I am meaning is the beginning and the end that have sent me. Is a source that have sent me. So when you talk about that source, it means, when you say I am, means is the beginning and the source. So when Jesus was saying to the children of Israel, I am is my name. It means he was assuming the position and the place of God. And that is why they chose to stone him. But what he was saying was, I am the beginning. If there is a source, then I am that source. And that is why, going back to the story of the woman at the well, Jesus said to her, if you will give me this water, there is a water in me. You would not need to dig you only have to fetch you don't need to struggle but you only have to scoop he says because i am the beginning there was no abraham but the beginning was the lord jesus he was a source abraham was drinking from he was a source that abraham was digging through so when abraham did not have any lack it's because he was digging from the same source isaac made the mistake by leaving the very lineage of the source which god had provided until he went back to the source then he started to explain experienced Rehoboth like never before. Jacob experiences Rehoboth. Rehoboth is the place of completion until you go back to the very source of the drinking water, you may not experience Rehoboth. So Rehoboth is more than the digging of a well. Rehoboth is more than the digging of one some well. It is going back to the source that never runs dry. And Jesus said to him, I am the living water. If you drink of me, you shall never run dry. Is somebody ready to drink some water here? In conclusion, John chapter 7 verse 37. So what Isaac was doing was going away from the source of the living water. Jesus speaking to you and I is saying, on the last day Jesus spoke and he cried out with a loud voice and he says, if anyone has been digging some wells looking for results and not getting it. The word of the Lord is open this season. He says, if anyone is thirsty, let him come to who? To who? To Abraham. To Isaac, to Jacob, but to who? To me and drink. Next verse. Now this is very powerful. If I give you water now, how long will that water sustain you? Anyone? The maximum it can. You will be thirsty again. Is that correct? If you have water to drink now, won't you go back to the water to drink? So if you have your solution solved now, no matter what the solution will be, the reality is you will have another one. But how much will you be going to dig for a solution if you can become the source of that solution? Listen to what Jesus said. He said, when you drink of the very source like Abraham, he says, and you keep believing on that source. Listen. He says, as the scripture says, out of his heart, not out of Jesus, the person that drank the water, out of your own heart shall become what? Rivers of what? Living water. So I will not need to be looking for some solution somewhere, digging some wells. They will not call me for a solution in Alagbado. They will not call me for some solution in Ikorodu. But I will become the very source because I am tapped to the very source of that water. Jesus says, drink of me and out of you shall flow springs of living water. I have the word of God for every situation because I'm drinking from the source which is called Christ. If I can drink from Jesus then I'll have the word to counter every situation in the name of Jesus. Somebody celebrate God in this house this morning. (laughs) 
So if you have any well this morning, the only solution is not digging another well. The solution is going back to the very source of that well. If I can have a taste of what he's saying concerning that well. Pastor Steve spoke on Wednesday. He said, this is a call for us to go back to some things. He said expressly, he says, in this season where God is answering prayer, to someone you may need to go back to pray a little bit more. To somebody else, you may just need to go back to be thankful for what you already have. To somebody else, you may just go back to make and reconcile with someone. To somebody else, you may just need to be prayerful a little bit more. Whatever it is, we are all drawing from the same well. I don't know what it is that you need to do a little bit more, but I don't know what it is you have to go back to to dig a little bit more. But if you can dig and go out to the source, the water will never run dry in Jesus' name. Somebody celebrates God for his word. So as we leave today, tomorrow is yet another day we'll go a digging. But if I have to dig, I have to dig from the source. And have to understand that I am the life and the spring water because I've drank from the Lord. Our prayer is that the Lord will strengthen us in this season that we are in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Why don't you rise to your feet and give God praise for his word. Fill my cup, Lord. I lift here of Lord. Quench this thirsty of my soul. Bread of heaven. Bread of heaven. Yes, Lord. Fill me till I want no more. Fill my cup. Fill it, love, and make me your. So, Lord in heaven, we thank you. We need grateful for your word that has come. For a long time, we have been digging without any result. We thank you because your word has come to remind us that this is a season of open heavens for our answers. As we come back to the very source of our water, Fill us afresh in our area of thirst in the name of Jesus. I say fill us afresh in our area of thirst in the name of Jesus. Never again will we thirst for that which we have been supplied for. We pray as we take out from the very source which Abraham took from, that we'll find exponential results in the name of Jesus. Thank you for answering our prayer. For in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Give God praise in the house this morning. Amen.